Happy New Year and welcome to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula and this is my podcast. Uh, For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, welcome to 2021 and welcome to my show. But if you have been listening all this time, um, hi, it's been a while, right? Been, Been about two weeks. Um, yeah, happy new year to everybody out there who's listening to the show. I appreciate you and I appreciate you tuning in. There's so much that I have to share with you guys since um, I last spoke to you. Um, this is episode number one of season number eight. We're just going to start anew, you know, we're just going to start the whole thing all over again and, uh, we're going to change some things around. I think I'm going to play around with this podcast, see exactly, uh, you know, change the format a little bit, um, just kind of go more personal, kind of share stories about my life in general, um, because this is called Life with Hula. And if you don't know who I am and you just happen to stumble upon me, um, I used to be in the radio business for over 20 years and I used to share stories of my life in the mornings and talk to people and just try to relate with people. And I did that for so many years. And unfortunately, a year ago, I lost my job and decided to create this podcast talking about my my journey in life. And so that's why the podcast is called Life with Hula. Um, for those of you that don't know me, um, just a real brief history. I am born and raised in San Diego, uh, son of a Navy man, and we luckily didn't get to go very many places. We mostly stayed in San Diego, so that is my hometown. Um, it's where I grew up. I now live in San Diego, kind of north San Diego. They call it Escondido, and it is uh, where I have my wife, my beautiful Hispanic Mexican wife, uh, who I love dearly, and my two very beautiful Mexipino children. I have an eight-year-old uh, little girl named Liliana and a six-year-old little girl named Braylin. If you, um, as you're going to be listening on to this podcast again, if you if you are new to the show, um, my daughter Braylin, who is six, uh, has an intellectual disability. And so uh, I talk about that a lot. I talk about just everything in general. Um, so yeah, that's what Life with Hula is about. If you are a new listener to the show, you can follow me on social media. You can go to uh, Life with Hula, the podcast on Facebook. You can also find this podcast. I mean, obviously you found it, but if you want to find me on Spotify, I'm on um, iTunes. Um, you can ask Alexa to find me. You can find me on Google. Um, you can find me on a lot of different places, uh, Podchaser, um, Gosh, there's so many platforms you can find Life with Hula. But thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, First of all, I do want to thank everybody who has been listening um, since the beginning last year. Um, You guys, every week or every day, basically, I've asked you to vote for me on podcastmagazine.com. They have a ranking of different podcasts. And people call, you know, not call in, you can't call in to there, but you you go online, podca- uh, podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50, hot five zero, and you vote for your favorite podcast. Well, thanks to those that have been listening all this time, you got me, you know, when I first started, I think I was number 31 uh, back in October. And then in November, I think I hit 16. And then I think I hit 14 or something in December. Well, in January, January this year, you guys got me to number five. I'm in the top five. Thanks to all of you who voted. 
I know it's been a while since I've been on, and and uh, I wasn't planning to take a two week break. I'll be real honest with you. I did mention in a previous podcast that I was going to be on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before Christmas. And then I was actually planning to be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before New Year's. Um, But something happened. And I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. Um, And then at the end, I'm going to ask for some some prayers and positivity because I got something going on in my life. Um, as well. So that's a little bit about me. I I know that was a long four minutes. Um, But again, thank you for tuning into the show. You can find me on also on social media, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. So again, thank you for tuning into Life with Hula. Thank you for voting for me. If you want to vote for me in February, that would be great. Again, podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. You can vote for this show and uh, I would love that Uh, for for more people just to, you know, who, who do read this magazine or who go online just to get to know more about this podcast. Um, like I said, I'm changing it up a little bit. I'm going to be talking about my life personally. And the first thing I want to bring up is originally, like I said, just a couple minutes ago, I was planning to be on here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But something happened over the break. And I, I talked to my wife a little bit about it because it does deal with her. And she was cool with me talking about it. But I am going to leave certain uh, names out of the conversation because I don't want to offend them. But at the same time, like not necessarily that I'm calling them out, but I just want them to know our side of what's going on. And it, it, it made me angry. It made my wife upset. Um, and I just, you know, I'm putting it out there because if, if it doesn't really, I guess I'm, I'm trying to get other people, if you're going through the same situation, just to kind of relate. So here's a story. So again, I was going to be on the show. Uh, this is 20, I think December 21st or something, 20th. Um, I was right before the Christmas Monday. So over the, the weekend, that weekend before Christmas, my wife gets a call from her uh, boss, the big boss at where she works. And come to find out that that somebody in their office uh, was basically positive with COVID. So a couple of people, including my wife, um, supposedly were exposed to this. And they all had to work from home and stay quarantined for the next two weeks. Um, as soon as we heard the news, my wife uh, had to go into the office on that Sunday, get all of her... Um, her computers and her stuff so she can work from home. It was literally a quick turnaround. Like within an hour or two, she had to go to the office um, and then grab her stuff and then come back um, home and work from home. Well, as she was going home, she had informed a couple people like, hey, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. And one of these groups of people that she informed or a person she informed uh, was somebody is somebody very close to us and they're actually supposed to spend the Christmas holiday with us well you know obviously with exposure you you don't know what's going on and 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 I get it like if you've been exposed to COVID it's scary you don't know what's going to happen you don't know who has it you don't know if you're going to be sick you just know you don't want to be sick because of everything going on well, this person decided to tell a bunch of people that were planning to come to our house over the Christmas break. And as my wife, you know, she, you know, I told her, listen, we're going to go to my family's house. 
you know, your family's coming over. We need to have you take a test because if we are, if you're positive, that means me and the kids have been exposed. So we have to, you know, quarantine at home too, which we've, we have been doing. Um, and we shouldn't have people over and all that kind of stuff. So we had already kind of gotten to that mode. So um, my wife, I guess, here's the news. This is uh, Friday, right? So she takes the test um, and finds out literally a day before the holiday, before Christmas Eve, she finds out that she's negative. And so we inform my family. um, She's informed her family. And basically my family was like, you know what? Um, I get it. And, and I get it. There's, you know, there's my parents are, you know, are a lot older and I don't want to be around them if they don't feel comfortable. And, and my family was the first people we were going to see. This is Christmas Eve. And my wife's negative. Granted, you know, there's certain protocols you're supposed to take where you're supposed to stay away for 14 days. But um, like I said, she was tested negative. Well, my sister and my brothers were like, nope come on over like we want we want to see you um, we're gonna be extra safe we're gonna all wear a mask the whole time we're gonna all eat in different locations we're all going to um, you know be outside like let's spend time together but apart so Christmas Eve my family decided to head over there and we celebrate Christmas with my family not very many people there was probably like 10 people and we remained socially distanced. We didn't touch each other. We didn't hug. We didn't, we ate, you know, separately. And we maintained a good, you know, we kept our masks on the whole time. And we were probably there for a good two, two hours, three hours. And everything went fine. You know, we had a great uh, Christmas with my, my family. Um, we were happy. Um, you know, we, we, it was a different celebration as everybody can imagine but my family was confident they you know my wife had gotten the test and they were cool with her being there well over the holidays we were supposed to be with other people um that we generally get together with well those people did not feel comfortable having it was supposed to be at our house and those people on the at the last minute decided that they didn't want to come to our house which Again, it does hurt, you know, it, it, it brings tension to, to people and it, it's kind of like, it's hurtful, it, hurtful in a way that I know they're not trying to be mean, but it's hurtful in a way that is like, oh, you, you don't want to be around us? Okay. Like I said, I get it. And, and families all over the world are dealing with this kind of thing and you want to be safe because obviously this is a crazy time and Corona is no joke. So I get it. Again. We're hurt by the fact that these people don't want to come to our house, even though my wife tested negative. As a matter of fact, people in that were coming, they've had other people exposed, and they tested negative, and those people went back to work like normal. My wife, she tested negative, and she decided, and if anybody from her work is listening, oh well, you know, my wife and I already discussed this. Um, you know, my wife decided it's the holidays. I'm not going to tell my work because I don't want to go back to work. You know, like she worked from home, but she's not going to want to go back to the office. So she worked from home. So she took, you know, her work told her to stay away for 14 days. And she took the two weeks because it was the holidays and decided even though she's negative, she's going to stay home. And, and that was great. 
you know, she worked from home and still did the work and, and, and all that stuff. Um, and like I said, those people that didn't want to come over to our house that were scheduled to come to our house, like it, it did suck that I bought all this food. It did suck that I bought all these, um, games and stuff. But like I said, it's about people's comfortability level. And I don't, it's not for me to be upset with these people because they didn't want to come over. I'm not upset at that at all. However, what I am kind of upset with, not kind of, I am upset with still to this day, I, I'm kind of, I, I, I am upset, is that these people are really close to us. And knowing that A, my wife is negative, and B, we pretty much are going to be alone during the holidays when they were supposed to be here, like they didn't take the time to even like say, hey, let's do a Zoom or hey, let's, um, you know, let me FaceTime you, let me text you. Like nothing, like as if my wife had the disease and they ignored her. Like she had the, I mean, I, I mean, for lack of a better word, she, she I don't want to say plague because, you know, COVID's pretty much like that. Um, it was like they, these people silenced all communication, um, which really hurt my wife, like to the point where Christmas day, my wife was crying like low key, like, like not low key. She was for sure upset and crying. Not because these people didn't show up to the house. We get it. People's comfortability levels. Everybody's, you know, in, with COVID, you just want to be safe. But let's say my wife did have COVID and let's say, she, you know, heaven forbid, let's say she was, you know, really sick. Like, do you want, like, heaven forbid anything were to happen to my wife, but, like, would you completely ignore her and, like, n just not speak to her? And, you know, like, like, I just don't understand. Like, sh if she really was sick with COVID, would you just completely ignore her and that was the last you've said anything to her? Like, I just don't understand. I don't get why there was no, and, and you know what the funny thing is, is like, we even texted videos of my kids opening their gifts. We reached out, we extended an olive branch and they did respond like, oh, that's cool. Like, oh, you're welcome. Like, that's cool. But there was no like, hey, you know, let, like it, it, granted, I guess it, it could have been us, but we're the ones that were completely being ignored. That's how we felt. Like we were the ones that were banned and shunned from that group. Like it just felt like my wife, her support system was gone. And granted, like I said, she did not have the virus. She's negative. It's now December, or excuse me, it's now January 4th, way past the two weeks ago, like way past it. And we are fine no symptoms, knock on wood. We're good. There's no, obviously she was negative. She was not exposed to this person. But yet still to this day, there has been, I mean, they, they, they did communicate like happy new year, but like, I just felt horrible for my wife because she was really, truly upset because there was, it, they treated, there was just no communication.
like what am I trying to say is the the fact that these people did not communicate to my wife and my wife was really hurt by it because I don't understand why you would you wouldn't communicate like even like Merry Christmas you know what I mean like I just don't understand I don't I'm upset I'm still upset to this day it's like if if my wife did have COVID, would you just have had complete like you you already ignored her, so like and granted like I said you know people are worried and scared about it the the virus I get it but I don't know I'm just I guess I'm still so upset and angry about the situation that I can't think straight I can't think. I'm not in the greatest state of minds because I have a lot going on right now in my life, which I'll tell you at the end of the show as well. And this is kind of causing this part of the segment to be a little, and I'm being very generic right now because I don't want to out these people, but you know, I, I'm calling them out if they're listening because I'm not saying their name, but it just, I just want you to know if you are listening, like you really truly hurt my wife's feelings to the point where she cried and that sucks that really just sucks like it could have easily been fixed with a simple like hey i'm sorry we can't be there like we like sorry like we know you're negative but we just don't feel comfortable being there so you know merry christmas we'll video chat you later or even if you don't want to feel the need to video chat like just even like two days afterwards communicate like there was zero communication throughout the entire two weeks until like new year's day new year's day there was a text you know happy new year everybody and and what i love about my wife is she has out basically out loud said you know what i'm over it i'm done it's a new year it's 2021 i've forgiven um, I haven't forgotten, but I've forgiven and I'm moving forward. And you know what? I should be the bigger person too. And I should forgive. I, I, I'm there. I'm almost there. It doesn't sound like it because I'm sharing the story and I'm getting more and more mad, but I'm there and, and I do forgive, but I will not forget. Like it really sucked to see my wife and I could do nothing about it. Like I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because do I reach out do I not read like it hurt me to the level of the fact that it that these people not communicating with my wife really hurt her so much that it hurt me and that's fine like I said you know however you feel I get like I said I get being uncomfortable and I get I get being very cautious because of COVID. We don't know about it. But a text message or a phone call will not, you can't catch COVID by texting or calling somebody or FaceTiming somebody. And you certainly can't get COVID from somebody when you text them, call them, and they clearly don't have it. They don't have COVID. You know, so actions speak louder than words. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, so I immediately decided, like, when that the whole situation was happening, I decided I'm going to take a break from the podcast. I have to be there for my wife. I'm going to take a two-week break. Um, 
just because every day she was so upset and leading up to the holidays and then leading out of the holidays into New Year's um, with no communication, like it sucked. So I was there for my wife and I decided not to do the podcast, I decided to take a break and, and that's why I was gone, honestly. I was planning to be here and share stories with everybody, but and that's why I ended up not being here. So I know I spent most of this podcast talking about this situation, and I have so much more I want to share with everybody. Um, but they're just – I'm kind of – I guess I'm I'm re-angry with everything. Uh, not, see, I, I'm – like I said, I forgive, but I can't forget. Let's just leave it at that. I, I need to stop talking about it because I know like talking about it helps me release the, the way I'm feeling, but I just – I'm getting more upset about it because I thought I let it all go, but apparently I haven't let it go. I need to freaking follow Elsa's advice and just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, (laughs) I'm letting it go. I got to let it go. Anyways, there was so much more I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I'm noticing that the time is already like, I think we're now 21 minutes into the podcast or whatever it is. And I don't want this to be a really long podcast, for those of you that have listened, you know, I try to keep this like about a half an hour or so or even like, you know, 20 to 20 minutes to a half an hour. Um, I will ask, though, I will be a little selfish right now, and I will ask people for their prayers and their positivity um, because as you may or may not be listening to this today, um, it's Monday. Um, my daughter, my youngest one, Braylon, um, so – I want to say a couple months back, I did share the story on a podcast, um, but I'll share it again in case you are, haven't heard the story. My daughter Braylin has um, an intellectual disability, so she can't really. She doesn't really. She's delayed with a lot of things. She doesn't really vocalize. She's still, uh, or not. See, she vocalizes, but she doesn't really communicate very well. Um, she does still still being potty trained. Um, there's a lot of things that she's very delayed with. It's like she's six, but her mind is still like of a one-year-old, two-year-old. Well, um, while back, um, we went to the dentist and the dentist told us that Braylon needed to have surgery because she had like seven or eight cavities and they needed to do some extractions. And that took the process of having to take her to Rady Children's Hospital, putting her under. We had to go get a COVID test. We had to you know, go through a bunch of procedures. And me and my wife were just not feeling that. Um, I brought it up in a podcast and everybody suggested you should get a second opinion. So we got a second opinion. And when we got the second opinion, we decided, um, the the folks who gave us the second opinion said, you know what? No, she's too young to get that many teeth taken out. They wanted to like take out seven or eight teeth. She's too young to get that many teeth taken out. We'll do something instead like, put crowns we'll cap them we'll fill the fillings we'll she will have to go under but you know if anything we'll extract one tooth but she will still have to go under so we thought that's the better option to allow her you know she like i had said previously if anything was bothering her mouth like for me granted she doesn't or in general she doesn't communicate in the sense of like hey my teeth hurt she doesn't say that to you she doesn't even really say owie very much but had she been in pain she would i would thought be crying a lot probably not eating a lot this girl eats like nonstop. she's a she is a endless eating machine she takes a lot after me um so she 
she today, what I'm basically trying to say is today, right now, in the morning, if you're listening to this in the morning, my daughter Braylon is um, uh, right now getting teeth filled. She's getting uh, maybe one extraction. She's getting teeth capped. Um, It's happening right now as we speak. So if you can just send positivity and prayers to me and my wife and my family, I would love that. I'm being selfish and I get it, but I'm a strong believer in positivity and prayer. And I really hope this, this surgery, this, this whole thing goes good with my daughter and her recovery time is quick and, and, you know, as painless as possible. Cause I know it's not going to be fun for her when she wakes up, but if you could just send me positivity and, and prayers, I would really appreciate that. I, I'm, you know, because of COVID, I am staying home with my older daughter and my wife is the one who decided. And, and I told my wife, do you want me to go? Do you want to go? So she made the decision. She's going to go with Braylon. Um, her surgery or her, her extraction, her thing is at like 630 this morning. So, um, you know, Again, if you can send positivity and prayers, I would love that. Um, I would appreciate it. And yeah, I'm drained. I, I, I mean, it's there's so much more I want to talk about. I want to talk about the holidays. I want to talk about, um, you know, Christmas, New Year's. I want to talk about resolutions. I want to talk about so much more. But again, being 25 minutes into this podcast, I feel like I don't want to. I've already talked a lot. <laughs> I've already talked a lot. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, we're going to end it on, on that note, send positivity and prayers, lots of stuff going on my mind. You know, this is kind of the new, uh, way I think I'm going to take life with Hula. I'm going to take it where before I would like inform people about the news and, and maybe I'll do some news stories, whatever pops up in my feed that I think is interesting and that I have an opinion about I'll bring up and then you know we can discuss if I don't have any personal things that I want to bring up but I have so much so much has happened in the past two weeks that I wanted to share with you that I thought I would be able to share a majority of it in this podcast but apparently I decided to take almost 15-20 minutes of time talking about the the holiday incident with my wife so so there you go there you go um, again, thank you so much uh, for those of you that are, who are t- t- tuned in today to this uh, episode of Life with Hula. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so by following me at Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. Happy New Year to you. Happy 2021. Um, I hope you guys had an amazing time. If you want to make any comments on my Facebook page, you can. Life with Hula, the podcast. Um, or even just reach out to me, Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D, on all social media, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, Twitter, it's LinkedIn, whatever. Uh, it's Hula SD. It's that easy. All right. So I'm going to leave you leave it at that. Um, lots to think about. I'll update you on what happened to Braylon tomorrow. And uh, yeah, <sighs> I'm drained. I'm drained. Happy New Year, <laughs> I guess. All right, again, thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast, and I will catch you tomorrow. Bye.